waiting. Like, that hasn't been since, like, almost maybe Harry Potter. Maybe Harry Potter? I'm trying to think another situation no, where a book... the ones I read from, um, Rinchupo. I had to wait for some hers. Hmm. And the library ones that I read. Those are still coming out. Which you haven't read yet. Sorry. It's a book about a magical library. <laughs> you haven't read it yet. Okay. Hello. And welcome to Triple B. Today we are eating some... (laughs) What is it? (laughs) Chicken pudding. Chicken pudding? That sounds disgusting, so I think maybe your reaction to saying it is... And what are we reading today? Um, um, I'm kidding. (laughs) Lavender and Old Lace by Myrtle Reed. I'm Jenny Lynn. I'm Katie Futrell. We are, are the, the book, book bunch, bunch and, and we're, we're doing brunch. <laughs> so, as usual, um, spoilers if you haven't read the book, go read it. Um, we're not it terribly matters. worried about ruining anything for you on this one. I'm not sure what there is to ruin. <laughs> Fine. There's, I feel just mean a little bit today. Like, I'm going to be mean about this book. I'm not sure why. I can almost guarantee that there's no triggers. Almost. Like, I, I don't know everyone's triggers, but the major triggers don't you exist. you lost someone at sea or something? Yeah, I don't know. Like, if you lost a spouse, maybe. There um, is, like, no gore. There's no interpersonal major fighting conflict stuff. There's no, no sex. There's no... <laughs> <laughs> so, but you never know. But... We do use adult language. Like I said, I feel mean today, so that might be a lot sparrow. Coming out more. I don't know why. I've read a lot books that have, are a lot worse. I don't know why I'm so angry we about have. this one. Our first book um, was worse than this one, I think. Yeah, it probably was because there were just so many specific details to me and my that life so that were handled yeah. wrong. Uh, where this is. Obviously, this was published in 1902, took back took place way back in the day, so not quite as much direct overlap, but yeah. still feeling a, a little angry. Would you like to roll our dice and we can do a summary going here? Do you want to hit covers first, or do you want to... Oh, yes, yeah. covers. Uh, before we... We have good covers on this one. We do, except mine isn't... So, so I have I, a tricky cover. I've got a tricky cover. So I ordered because I thought the cover looked really cool and I probably should have been pretty skeptical because I think As I we do for six bucks or something. So I should have known that it was not I mean that's how I got my she book. Something fancy, even though it looks kind of fancy because it's got, you know, like a lace gold kind of like pattern on it. it so looks, like online it looks like the cover it's like of like one of those like old, old gilded books. Yeah that you find in a but she uh, got what I got store. last time. Which is, it's big. It's it's like the size of a coloring book. It makes me feel like I'm holding a coloring book. So super unsatisfying to hold and page through. It didn't feel like I was reading a book. It just, and since it's so big, like the pages are so big. And you got that awful fonting too. Bad font. It's just really unremarkable. And it, it looked much better in the little, you know. Yeah, if you would have actually gotten that as like a leather bound <laughs> book, I would have been so please. style of cover awesome style, of but cover. it was just printed on 
plastic. On plastic. It's just, it's very cheap. It's, it's certainly, it might not even be worth six bucks, but I paid like six bucks for it. Your book is beautiful. My book is awesome. So I decided as we were doing this that like one or two of the books that we got, I would get like the, the pretty, pretty, um, cause we love old books. Yes. I just, I just, I know the smell is like the book dying, but I love it. <laughs> so sad, but it's beautiful. And so I went on, and I'm sure you book lovers have probably heard of like eight books. Maybe yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On there. Yes. And found it because this book was an old book. It was published in... 1902. And mine was published in 1905. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That's when my book was made. Which is interesting because the person that like owned it before me, a Marie Campbell, I think is what that says. I would agree. Had this in March of 1903, somehow two years before it was published. My books like to have a little mystery of their own. Fancy. See, I mean, May 1905. Okay. Is when this was published. Interesting. But yet somehow this person owned it in 1903, so they wrote it wrong. Or or old whatever books, I like, looked up, and maybe it wasn't published in 1903. Well, that's when it was originally written. Oh, okay, yeah. But my book was published. This I see. particular book this from the, the Knickerbocker Press. Of course, <laughs> of course it is. But the cover is one. It's actual like leather, leather and it's a soft bound leather, which is which I was like favorite. so nice to hold. Like I just I feel more connected to this. All right, so if my pages are so big, like it's only like a hundred page book. Yours is like almost three hundred, which lets you know how big my book is. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, but yours is yes, beautiful to hold. It's got like the gold edges. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love actually gilded. It. it has like imprints in the leather. Yes, mm-hmm. a very nice design that's very suited to the book. I think like that is all of the lavender and old lace, right? Flowers and then there's gold flowers running around the edge. It's it's beautiful and it's got the old, like the old school paper, like in it. Yes. So it's like very thick paper. Like the edges are they're not torn. It's just like how like the edges of the paper right. when you they put just, it in the mold right. when you would make it. So it's very satisfying to read, but having to be very careful because. Oh no! <laughs> Which page came out? Page fifty-eight. Oh no! Connected with. You would have missed so much right? happening on page fifty-eight. So much. There was a lot of page stuff that wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But this has probably been my favorite book cover so far. Like, and we are such snoots when it comes to book covers. I know because I think this is my this is my favorite kind of cover, but not yes. necessarily my favorite cover art. Like I do have that. I don't know. At least else... this is like original cover art, whereas a lot of books you read yes. are always like Shutterstock pieces. And when I think about, I don't know what else you would put on a cover for this book. Other, than it's literally called Lavender and Lace. Right, and that's the. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I we'll can't get to it. think of it. Okay. Before we spoil the non-existent plot Everything. Here. <laughs> Everything. Five. Five is three words. All right. You want to go first or second? Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing. No, that's mean. <laughs> it's mean today. Um, three words. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, I will give it romance. Romance. Are we? Um, <laughs> 
Ugh. You unplugged my computer, didn't you? No, I didn't. Did you plug something in that outlet? No! Did Percy unplug my computer? That could be. As I was even thinking about it, because I wanted to plug in the vacuum, because I wanted to... Okay. Computer has power. <laughs> I'm gonna go with country town romance. What's that? Okay. That's, I, that, that's all I've got. That's all I'll get. Alright. Um, I'll give it mystery. I don't think that's fair. That's how I feel about romance. <laughs> fair enough. Um, <laughs> mystery old lady. <laughs> but see, that sounds kind of interesting. I, I gotta try. So it's funny. So when I first picked this up and I was like, oh, Lavender and Old Lace for a second. I had this deja vu moment. Have I read this before? This sounds familiar. <laughs> or the title does. And I realized I was actually confusing it with Arsenic and Old Lace, which is a play oh. that I read in college. And it's also a movie. I think that sounds way more interesting. <laughs> Cary Grant. It's a, like this family of murderers, kind of. Like, everyone's kind of like homicidal and there's like ants who like kill old men and it's just a kind of therapy. dark comedy we should read um uh, suicide shop sometime okay oh yeah you mentioned that yeah. before i still i got the i finally got the book not that not the book but i got the movie book in french oh well perfect so now i need to finish learning french in order <laughs> to read the book but it's really the movie book's really well there's like things you can take out and like the, I love the artistry of the movie, which is why I want to read the book. And as yeah. a mental health professional, the, the concept of the book and movie are just cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, just too bad because the play is pretty good. Uh, Arts and Rollies is pretty good. And then, like I said, it's a pretty famous movie with, I want to say Cary Grant. I think it's a Frank Capra film. Fun movie. So for a little bit, I was confused. I was like, I thought this was this. And then, like, this is super not this. <laughs> so, no, I have not read this before. And it's sad because I have almost no notes written down. Basically no notes. I have the publication date. I have quotes. And that's it. And normally when I don't have notes, that means the book is really good and I don't want to put it down to pause and write something down. I just, I didn't have thoughts about it. <laughs> it's bland. It is. It's definitely, I mean, well, I think it is a snapshot of this part of early 1900s life. I would say it's fine. I'm guessing here. I didn't live in 1900. What? <laughs> that well, I did. And it was not <laughs> that the author probably wrote a fairly true to life. I know. And I like true to life books. But <laughs> I haven't. Wasn't like Puritan stuff really raging in the 1900s? Some are not everywhere. No, but I'm guessing this author was maybe swept into that and I that's mean, why we find it so boring it was kind of interesting because i do see especially for 1902 and there's a lot of ways that the author ended up kind of backtracking on things but it did seem like it was a little ahead of its time as far as first of all just focusing on the primary characters are female that was rare and at the beginning at least of the book uh, older 
not older. I think she was like our age, 30s. Yeah, she was like in her 30s. She's still working. Working, unmarried, uh, which is all very ahead of its time. And like I said, once she actually gets into her relationship later on in the story, they take major, major steps back um, from that. But I guess. Still gotta have some sexism. Credit where credit is due. There was. There was some effort. Some feminism advances in this book. Part of me wonders if this book was written by just one person. Like, I get that there's an author, but did you get the sense that, like, like, it would go, like, when it was, like, going somewhere and then, like, didn't, like, another person was like, nope, here we go. I didn't necessarily feel like it was two people, because I did find the writing to be very, very consistent. Yeah. It was more, I felt like maybe she was writing a couple different stories and for some reason put them together. Or maybe couldn't find the right resolution separately and put them together yeah. to try to work I mean, something out. for starters, out. title, Lavender and Old Lace, references, and there's no way I'm getting this name right, um, Miss Ainsley? Ansley. Ainsley? I'm saying Ainsley, but I have no idea if it's correct. Ainsley? Like, the end is definitely Slee, right? S-L-I-E-S-L-E. Yeah. A-I-N. Yeah. I don't know. But that's what the book refers to. But she's not really a predominant figure until the last few chapters. Like, she's there. She's there, and... She's just there. She is by far... The most so, interesting character. Uh, uh, I think interesting is... Too strong. Because <laughs> she she's not that interesting. Okay, to the... To the actual No one's character. that interesting, but... She's the most interesting to the, the protagonist. The protagonist, Ruth, yeah. uh, moves to this small country town, so she's a city She's girl. invited by her, her aunt, aunt to take her to the kind house, of house while sit. her aunt's away, like, on vacation. And the aunt's just gone when she gets there. The aunt comes back later, but it's like, that's <laughs> hella rude, especially if you're, like... You're she's never met this aunt before. Right. Uh, so it starts been... off very promising to me. It does, it with does. With the mystery aspect. It does. Uh... Ruth's mother was estranged from the family because she ran off with somebody or had a baby out of wedlock. It was some kind of scandal, something like that. And so estranged from the family. So yes, I never met the aunt. The aunt is already gone. So she just kind of has access to the house. She does start finding like potentially interesting things in the attic, old articles about the oil lamp. There's a just a lamp that needs to be lit in the window every night. Every you gotta light night, the lamp. You, you don't do know it. why. And I was like, oh, it doesn't mean like there's ghosts. There's like a demon. If we don't right. light the candle, there's we're gonna get attacked. We went like crazy directions in our head. <laughs> it turns like, out that her actual answer is very benign. Right. Like think the most basic <laughs> rationale for doing it is just to feed the answer. Uh, so, it's literally to pretend to be a lighthouse. Right. Right. Because they're like on like the Cape side somewhere. Right. Mm. And we're just like, but... Right. I was kind of hoping that there was going to be, like I said, ghosts or demons or something. Like, if you don't do it, you're going to get attacked by this monster or whatever (laughs) it is. Um, Because I I, I mentioned this to you the other day. I got, at the beginning, it felt like a Twilight Zone kind of vibe to it. A little bit, right? Like, you know, you show up to this small town, everybody from knows everybody everyone knows everybody's business it just and as we know weird stuff is not new for 1902 <laughs> no that was <laughs> we talked about this yesterday too how she while 
fucking weird as hell and not necessarily we didn't enjoy necessarily the writing or maybe how the story was things were happening they went on an adventure they went to an island they got attacked they got people got shot people died things were happening right and then we have this one that's um, I want it's kind of like the equivalent of like the masses kind of books that we have now that are romance like you just gotta like but even things happen in those yes but back then for that audience I know I know that's probably that's fair um, but like you said about different authors or just I felt like especially when she was writing about Miss Ainsley Ainsley who knows that was the part she was most invested in. Like, just the, the yeah. writing was strongest there, describing mm-hmm. what she looked like, what her garden looked like. Uh, Lavender lace. Which is it's super literal. It's not like. There's no. What's the symbolism? What does it mean? It's, it's just simply she wears, she wears a lot purple. Of lavender and old lace. And she's got lace, like, everywhere. And she does it because. That's what her old lover liked. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, it gets a little racy though when she goes through the drawers. That's right. That's right. Like, ooh, look at all these lacy knives. Look at these lace. Oh my god. And one was black. Yes. One was black. One black. <gasps> oh my good god. The scandal. Um, so, I don't know if you want to, before we get into. And I have nothing written down, so I don't know what I'm going to say. Well, I guess we're favorite or least favorite thing. I don't know if you want to talk about any of the other quotes. Mostly, or I just first. have quotes that we're going to go through that I enjoyed. Okay, well, let's start with that. Then. Quotes. Okay. Go with you. If those are your favorite things, because I can't think of what my favorite thing I'm trying. To okay. These quotes won't take us long. There's not many. Um, some of them were just sounded cool, so. We're going to go in chronological order here. Do it. So the first one on page eight of my book. Have not our houses, the old house dreams. And I don't know what it meant, but it just sounded very like romanticized language to Mm -hmm. me. For sure. Fun. And then the quote on page 19 that I took was, you mustn't read books with yellow covers. And all I could, I I really liked it because I thought that there was a mystery going on. So I was trying to mark things I should know. (laughs) (laughs) No. Because I was like, what's wrong with yellow covers on books? I need to know. Nothing. Nothing's wrong with yellow covers on books. Which is good because that's mostly what we read. So it's like almost every book this (laughs) until today, I think. The mine's kind of yellowish still, so I think bit. we've got yellow covers for just about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just some, like, nice... They're all, like... Everything I quoted was, like, people actually speaking quotes. Too. Really? Yeah. I thought that was the weakest part. I thought the dialogue was the weakest. I liked them. So yeah. there's one where she says, Inaction became irritation, and each day was filled with a thousand unbearable annoyances. And I was like, that's accurate. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Like that is that is boredom there. <laughs> like Yes. And then another one was there's not to reason why, there's but to do and die. And I feel Ooh, like I remember I that. wanted to ask you, is that like I swear that's been like I a think so phrase now. And I don't know if it came from this book or if it came from previous I would guess probably previous. 
but like uh, that that rang a bell for me. Yeah. So I want to see if that recognized something to you. It's too. definitely something I've I've heard before. Right. Mm, yeah, Scott would say it would probably come earlier than that, than 1902, but... Yeah. And then another one, um, the point of view is everything in this world. Yours is naturally lofty because you live on a hill. <laughs> yeah. And that is true. I will give... It was not, like, laughing like I'm laughing, but, like, but like that little laugh that I just made. Sometimes yeah. I would read and be like, huh. Like, that's yeah, it. That's clever. Like, huh. So... Credit again, where credit is due. Um, I do have a note in the chapter about the man who hesitates that he really overthinks it. Oh my god, that <laughs> chapter, I I could barely read that chapter. I was like, get and, on with it, Carl. I think his name's Carl. Like, come on, man. And to give you a snapshot, I'm pretty sure I sliced this quote because it probably comes from a paragraph. I suppose the main idea is to cultivate a clinging dependence, but I'd like to see a man who could woo any independence from her. And I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I do not like him. I What's his face again? Carl. Carl Winfield. Winfield. Okay. Every time I read it, my brain went Weasley. (laughs) Because he seems more like a pretty Weasley than and <laughs> uh, yeah that was I still I that know, whole chapter cringy ugh, the whole their whole their whole relationship is, is it's really not cringy. romance uh, it's really not I it's guess the part that I kind of yes. sure uh, that's a better word that's what I should have used I liked it more I guess ugh, I'll call it my favorite at the beginning because she does seem kind of we already said, you know, she's a city girl, she's single, she works for herself. She's kind of harsh with him. Like, she seemed kind of opposed to the idea of being wooed and, like, yeah. stuff like that. And then, That's not what she's there for. She's there to figure out this mystery. Right. Um, <laughs> this, yeah, this mystery. She felt she was on to something. I know. I thought she was, too. Um, so I kind of like, like I said, I guess the, the feminine, the... the the way that was put at the beginning, I enjoyed that. I was like, "Ooh, fun! Right. Like, look at this. This is great. I'm single and I'm 34, or however old she was. It's very close. close. I was like, "Wow, it's like me." And then it was super. Like and me. then it went totally the other direction. My least favorite part. She talked about this. It was like this just made my blood boil. So they work for the same newspaper, Carl and Ruth. They get engaged after just. I guess they do at least spend time together. They do. They don't really talk about it too much. It's more just him almost poking fun at her for being kind of like harsh and cold and like Pretty much. Mm, and they kind of like, oh, you're right. Then they kind of snipe sometimes. Like, mm, but most like, times they end in your. It it could have very nicely gone down like the enemies to lovers yeah, trope a bit, right, yes. and it didn't go far enough. It did for it to be enjoyable. It was it just didn't. annoying. And. Once they're engaged, Carl goes to their boss, because they work for the same newspaper, and resigns her position for her. Also, we never get confirmation that he actually works there. That's true. That's what I thought, too. I was like, this seems like... Sketch. Sketchy. Super sketchy. So, you go from the city to this, like, small, whatever, rando country town, 
And then all of a sudden, there's a guy that works at the same newspaper who as you. supposedly had a letter. Who showed up at the same time. And, and he's like, out there. I don't know what happened to him. But he's not allowed to read it's some, or... Something with his eyes. Something's wrong with his eyes. Yeah. Because he has to wear special glasses. And so he's going through some rehabilitation thing. I don't... Yeah. I'm not sure what condition he suffers from. But... Yeah, super weird. And so I guess it back to the twilight. So I really thought that Miss Ainsley was Ruth, like, in the future. Because Miss Ainsley is... Apparently she's older, way but... too much fiction. <laughs> I just wanted it to be this way. And Miss Ainsley's last lover was Charles Winfield, which I thought maybe, like, Carl and yeah. Charles, I was like, that's really close in the name. I was like... And they come to both of them in a dream. I know! <laughs> That's why I thought maybe. That's like, like there's so many pieces that were like, this could. And then nothing. And I really <laughs> thought that's where it was going. Where it the was like, off is zero. oh. So she's an independent woman. She gets with this guy, and he kind of takes over, quits her job for her, and it's going to become Miss Ainsley. And Miss Ainsley's going to warn her not to marry this guy because she's yeah. her in the future and be like, don't do it. Or even just having that moral at all be yeah. there. Like, here's this very independent, very attractive old lady. Yeah. It's mentioned several times. She's like, apparently Miss Ainsley is old, but looks She's young. like 30 with gray hair. Which is like another reason I thought maybe she was like a, a fairy or a, a witch or something. Or something. But in that case, the lesson is like, look, you can be awesome without your partner. Like... You can be! And here we find out that she's been pining for this Very guy that's fine. been dead. And that's why we light lighthouse stuff. Okay. And it's like, I don't know. It's like, oh. I'm like, that's it? It's? This could have gone so many greater directions. It's? Maybe you should edit this book and make it and resell it. <laughs> it should, should be in public domain at this point. That's right, in 1902, yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, he, I hated that he quit her job. And then she's like, oh yeah, it's fine. Okay. She's what? With it. After like, what? we've made a very deep point that she's a very independent woman. And she, she liked her job it. too. She liked working for the newspaper. I um, I couldn't I Ben and I like we talked about it for like a hot minute when we were getting like to that stage of like cause like I was doing the art thing like I wanted still because I kinda do the art stuff and I mean I still do it but not as like a career. Mm-hmm. But, like, the idea of being, like, a housewife and things like that. And there's a part of me that's, like, that's kind of cool. But, like, the, the other part of me is, like, no. I need to be contributing financially to the family. Otherwise, I don't feel right. Right. I, yeah. It's tricky. It me. I get that some people aren't that way, but she was clearly she that was way. She was that way. And just really folded really quickly. Percy is very adamant. You can tell we're very distressed about this book. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I understand. So he upset. Was He's so upset. He can't believe she quit her job. So awful. Um, so, right. yeah, so that was, I guess, and that kind of goes back to the very first book that I was like, I saw all these opportunities yeah, right. to do something. And, and I was so certain that's like, where it was going. I don't know why. When I picked this up, I was so certain there was going to be some kind of, like, fantastical aspect to it. It has magic, but like, I didn't um, use it. I don't, 
I'm so sure. And it was not at all. It was not at all. But in general, the writing's her like what it is, it's good. Like her in the chapter about summer days, her description of like what being a writer's like is I think pretty on point. Yeah. And I say this not being a writer <laughs> professionally at all. Nailed it. I write case notes. There you go. <laughs> and in that chapter, I'm going back to quotes now. Good. There's one on my page 116 that says, why don't you save your temper for real things? And I wrote this down because I'm like, this is coming back for a client at some point. Because we do get over invested in things that don't matter in our life and it causes us a lot of distress. And I was like, that's a nice way of saving it. Like, why don't you save your temper for real things? Why use it on the piddly That's shit? true. Like, when I think about that, for like, I completely understand. But if I was in the heat of an argument and someone said that to me, that would make me so much angrier. I would get so mad. I'd be like, Carl, come on. <laughs> no way, Carl. And then we have in Love Letters, uh, this particular paragraph, I might, I think I might read the whole thing because it was another, Do it. it's another kind of counsely one. I'm just going to pull it out the, the ones that are about like making yourself better. The, where the pages are in this book are very counterintuitive because they are not all the same like thickness. So I think I'm going like Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay. So there's on that's fifty six. That is not forty six. Let's try again. Okay. So this is Miss Ansley uh, speaking. I learned long ago that we may be happy or not, just as we choose. Happiness is not a circumstance nor a set of circumstances. It's only a light, and we may keep it burning if we will. So many of us are like children, crying for the moon instead of playing contently with the few toys that we have. We're always hoping for something. When it doesn't come, we fret and worry. When it does, there's always something else we'd rather have. We deliberately make nearly all of our unhappiness with our own unreasonable discontent, and nothing will ever make us happy, dearie, except the spirit within. I remember reading that part, and I... I knew you were going to bring it up. I knew you were going to bring that up. It's like, yes. Yes, you understand how to make, like, that's, that's true. It's true. It's hard, though, as someone who goes through several pockets of time being very unhappy. Uh, it's hard. Like, I agree with it, but, like, when you're upset or down like that, it's hard to it takes a hear that it's, like, a... You know, this is something you need to choose for yourself and do it for yourself. Like, yeah. <laughs> when you're down there. Then, like, then you just feel, it don't make you feel worse. It's like, this is something that you can, that you do control and you didn't, it's like, and you can't get on top of it. I have a mug at work yeah. that says, today I choose to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but with how most people, like, everyone needs counseling. Completely agree. <laughs> I get that, that. Yes, there are some people that don't, but in general, I don't know. it helps. I think I think, I think everyone can benefit. I mean, the word need we can debate that, what yeah, that that's means, what but, but everyone can benefit. Yeah, but just that kind of concept that yeah, it takes I, a long time to like get there, but once you get there, yeah, it makes I mean, a lot more sense. 
It makes a ton of sense. Like, that's the most annoying part. <laughs> <laughs> that's half of counseling. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm like, this I'm... is very simple, but really fucking hard. Yep. That's always my biggest problem. I'm like, yeah, I know that. I know this. I'm a smart person. <laughs> Just doing it is completely different. Yep. <laughs> and then the last one. Oh, I brought this one up. So maybe there, there might be a, a demi trigger warning because when I first read this, it felt like suicide to mm-hmm. me. Um, uh, and so this quote I brought up because I was like, this is not how, I mean, again, this was a hundred years, over a hundred years ago. Um, but the doctor comes to see Miss Ansley when she says she's dying. Yeah. All of a um, sudden she's just like, I don't want to live anymore. Yeah. And he just says, there's nothing the matter with her, but she doesn't want to live. Just keep her as happy as you can. And I, I wrote down how old is she? Cause I didn't really know. I was like, does this sound like suicide or is she dying? Is it both? Like, and that part confused me because that's, it, it, it very much sounded like she was making a choice. Right. Yes, for sure it did. And they're treating it like, oh, she's just old and dying. I was like, she was up in Spry two days ago. What's happening? I, I think she stopped eating. She did. And like, I was confused as to why she, because she was hanging out with Ruth and Carl, now now a couple Ruth and Carl, and she. She liked them, and she's, like, leaving all of her possessions to them, and they hang out, and that's another sign of suicide. You start giving the shit away. I guess so. But I just, I don't understand what, why she would have, I guess, done it. Now that, now that she has friends and people to talk to, I would assume she would have done it previously. But she found out that her lover wasn't coming back. I feel like, I I know. Because that's the moral of this story, apparently. Not There's a moral. moral to every story. It's just not only your The moral way. is if your lover leaves, just die. Apparently. And it made me think this is going to make me laugh. <laughs> Bring up Star Wars again. I think we brought, I brought up Star Wars <laughs> on the previous spot. This is going to be weird. Make it a challenge. Make sure you can this bring it up. This is going to be weird. Um, we're talking prequels. <laughs> I don't like, but I've seen. And so in the third one, when... What's her face? Panda has, you know, the babies. After she has the babies, she just, like, loses the will to live. Like, they're like, she's fine. She's healthy, but she doesn't want to live because she's, like, kids like, crazy and, like, killed a bunch of people. And she's, her lover is yeah. gone insane. And, yeah, so it's, there you go. If you lose your lover, you just give up the will to live. And it's over. And then they just, and she dies too, even though there was so nothing medically her. wrong with her. This is one of the reasons you just have those discussions with your partner. Like, Ben and I talked to him. Like, what do I do if my lover murders a bunch of children and Jedi? More like, what do I do if my lover dies? Yeah. But ben and I, he's like, you just find someone else. Okay. There you go. Sounds good. Right. Isn't that what you would want for? And yes, especially back then, I'm assuming they never talked about such, such oh. things. Taboo in oh, this culture. All cultures. Die. I'm sure talk more about death, but we were raised very much that death is bad and it's hush hush. And it doesn't. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. Yeah, actually, they're super bummer. I did not feel there was no satisfaction at the end. I didn't feel any. Like, it at least. 
Like, compared to she was writing, I could follow this writing. I understood the sentences. That is true. So I, there's I, that. I knew what was happening. I just didn't care. And I did appreciate the book itself, the physical book. And it's a beautiful book. It's a beautiful book, and Miss Ainsley would probably have been pleased with that. I think she would have. You can even feel like on some of the pages, like the depression where they. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just a little. A little bit. A little yeah, bit. A little flattened now mm-hmm. over the years, but it's there. It's there. So I'm. Like, oh yeah. And not a bad book. Not as disappointing uh, for us, I think, as writers and lovers. No. But. It. The. I don't. Disappointing for different reasons. I think this one, just the payoff wasn't there. I just really thought it was doing something else. I don't know why. Maybe because I was confusing it with the play just in my head that, like, where all these, like, crazy things happen. All these eccentric characters. You know those things can happen. Like, part of me was like, oh, well, maybe this is just what I was like writing for women in the early 1900s. And it probably was. But at the same time, no. Like, even, like, like, Shakespeare... Jane Austen. Shit got wild. <laughs> and this is... Ugh. Maybe it was, like, her lamenting about, like, having this experience. Maybe it happened to her. Maybe she was Maybe she was a newspaper been, lady. Yeah. Uh, clearly a writer. Clearly a talented writer. And then she married a guy who quit her job for her. And now she's, like, resentful. Well, then she would have ended it, like, with her killing him or something. Like... <laughs> gonna get this out. He's dead now. I would read the shit out of that. (laughs) (laughs) Just like switch like perspective at the end. Yeah. This is me and well I changed my mind. He's dead. (laughs) I love it. Great book. (laughs) Uh, But if you like you know if you like just a kind of it's a little trans you know you get transported you get to go to like an old quiet Country town. There's nice descriptions. There's it will tons help of... you fall asleep at night. It's very peaceful. <laughs> it's peaceful. It's like took forever to read this book. This is like <sighs> read a couple chapters and you're like <sighs> <laughs> nice descriptions of flowers and herbs. <laughs> very nice. Um, yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing <laughs> terrible. But Which will be nicely. Um, reflected in our meal choice here. It sounds revolting. And I know, and we discussed this too, I know pudding, I know English pudding isn't like our pudding here, but I'm just imagining chicken just glop. Like, chicken, like, glop in a, in a bowl. I'm like, one of, one of those whatever cooking shows that I watched, they had to cook with whole chicken in a can. And they opened oh, the can, yeah. like, it came out and it was just sliming, like, that is what I'm envisioning for <laughs> chicken pudding. Yeah, but based on the ingredients we have, it will be, I think, equally as bland (laughs) as the book. (laughs) It also has the potential for greatness, but we're not gonna go there. I am. We are like not using any spices. This is gonna be gross, (laughs) but I think it's gonna be good. Like it's gonna be bland, but I think it's gonna be good. How's it gonna be good if it's bland? It has salt and pepper. Nice. And chicken stock. Yeah, more so. It's, it's gonna taste like chicken bread. I like bread. So, <laughs> it's somewhere between like a bread and a quiche. You like quiche? I like quiche. Yeah, that's right. 
So savory pudding. How about that? Should we that sounds better. Savory pudding. Which is, you know, by the title. I was intrigued by the title, so maybe we should change what it's called and then be like, oh. <laughs> Chicken so, pudding sounds revolting. <laughs> we're gonna break here. Get ready for a chicken pudding. Oh, dear lord. <laughs> That's the wrong button. Record. Yay, okay. We are now in the, the kitchen. Ready to cook. Woo woo! Let's Making do it. chicken pudding. Just as delightful as it sounds, I'm sure. <laughs> it sounds really gross. So for our decision on this one, <laughs> our being a loose term, something like true. I I, I I just go along for the ride. <laughs> I <did laughs> you don't like it. Percy's You're gonna like sure. it. Percy's like allergic or like intolerant of chicken, so maybe that's what he's supposed so to. Weird. Yeah, I know you're a weird dog. No barks. So we did some research on the early 1900s, like, food, and I came across chicken pudding. <laughs> and you were like, yes, this is what I want to eat. Basically, I was like, well, this is a different and interesting, which we like to do. We like to try things. It's true. We do. Whether or not we like them is another matter. And then I kind of read through it, and I was like, this is pretty applicable to the book. A, like, it's in that time frame. Sure. The meal that she makes him is utterly bland. What is it again? I it's can't like a soup. It like a really plain soup. soup. Yeah. Uh, we're talking Ruth to Carl. Wow. <laughs> and this is equally as plain as the food that they made and the book. Like, so our ingredients are a chicken. Shocking. Who knew? Who knew that I would have a chicken on it? <laughs> um, flour. Stock. We're using chicken stock. Eggs. Also chicken. So many chickens! Milk. And salt and pepper. That's it. That's oh, everything man. that goes into this. <laughs> so, we're hoping to get a lot of chicken flavor, I think. Get my sriracha out of this one. Get my sriracha. We, Get my garlic. I <laughs> know, but we can't. The book isn't that flavorful. It's true. It's not. true. So not. I do see potential for this. So maybe like if we like like the texture and stuff. It's true. Like I feel like when I think of pudding, like We're I was joking American. before. I was joking before. Like I know it's British, but I always think of it as like a dessert, like a Christmas pudding, yeah. which I've seen in those movies. And They're not typically books. savory. In right. our modern experience, that's very, very little. Yeah. Yeah. Very <laughs> low. I think I had, well, my experience with, it's not even British pudding when we travel to Ireland. Mm. And they have, I think it's called just like black pudding, but basically it's like blood sausage. Delicious. Neither of us tried it. It we sounds salty and delicious. Well, I will take you to Ireland then. <laughs> Their breakfast is on Oh. I love having like their continental breakfast because it's just a little different than ours, but I think a little bit generally helpful. Like there's always like fresh tomatoes, which Fun. love. I love, love. Maybe that's what I like. I just want fresh tomatoes on it. Yeah, I don't care about that. <laughs> but I, but 
was in Germany, their breakfast, like, there were so many just, like, different meats. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to call them deli meats, but they would probably scoff at But that's just what it, like, looks like yeah, to your average good. American eye. But all just different kinds of, like, smoked for the morning. And I was like, this is great. Yeah, I was like, this is great. You know, all these different kinds of meats and... Obviously, they had, like, like, bagels and stuff, too. Like, bread and stuff. Here, I'm like, here's a bunch of cereal and some hard-boiled eggs. Some really bland. Really bland scrambled eggs that are rubbery. (laughs) Waffles or pancakes, muffins. Yogurt. Little tiny boxes of cereal. It's always kind of a bummer. The OJ that you're not sure is OJ. It's not. (laughs) Sure, it's not. And bad coffee. Neat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we cooked our chicken. We just have to talk about good food. It's already. Really bad. <laughs> because it takes a while to roast a chicken. Um, yeah, I've never. Um, so when I used to make um, chicken for Percy, when I thought I was going for him to eat, um, I would just boil it. Um, so I never roasted a chicken before. So what did you do to, the, to our chicken? So I put salt and pepper on it after I patted the skin dry. As we do. That's right. We're gonna learn if, if by the end of this you don't know anything other than I do know that you dry meat before you cook it, then we're then we're golden. I got it. <laughs> and sprinkled it with salt and pepper. We did it in the oven at 350 and I cooked it for an hour and a half until it was golden brown. It looks it looks nice. It's got a nice crispy. It smells good. Crispy skin. Oh, yeah. mm. Let me poke it. I did put a little bit of garlic on it. <sighs> it's not going to go very far because it's on the skin. But it's good for the book because that's how it was like, oh, it's like setting something. Oh, no, it's not that good. <laughs> so I'm going to have Futrell cut into the chicken breasts and oh chop them up. What? Yeah. I know my sous chef's going to do something. Oh, well, she does that. Wielding a knife. I'm basically just going to mix. How do I do? Can I just rip All it? This. Can I just rip it? I feel like this knife. So, when you're cutting it, you're gonna go and find like the bone. And you go down the side. And then you can get it off. And it kind of, if it's cooked well, it just kind of peels. But we don't need the skin. I don't think we want skin in our pudding. No, but that's like the best part of a chicken. Well, you are welcome to eat it. Like, <laughs> just eat the skin. Uh, it's like, that um, is. It's delicious. Yeah. Uh, I think that happens in both like um, Friends and in South Park where they just, uh, Joey just eats the skin off the KFC in her apartment. It's delicious. <laughs> and while you're doing well. that, I'm going to start the brew. So, to my best knowledge, this is a brew that they're having us make. It's literally if you melt butter, add flour, and whisk until they're brown. And it's the basis for like any good gravy or anything that you're doing and all of that deliciousness. So we are putting uh, half a cup of butter into the saucepan. We melt it. And then we add. Oh, your butter comes. Oh, no, I used that one. I used that one. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, it's like three times. Interesting. I used that one. one. Yeah, so half a cup of butter. And then we're going to add a half a cup of flour. And you just kind of whisk those until they're uh, golden brown is the key word this week, apparently. Because everything's going to be golden brown. So let's turn this on. 
Is this chicken supposed to be like shredded up or do we do it in big chunks? Um, for me to rip it up more? It just says add chicken and mix well. So, I, mean, I think you want up. chunks. Like, like, but like but not, not like, like this. Yeah, no. Like, like, like I mean, that. I suppose we could, like, yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna. <laughs> yeah. I'm In gonna my that. mind, there's not like, like a chicken, like ju juicy chicken core to this. It's just kind of mixed. I'm not gonna super shred it, but I'll. It'll have chunks. Yeah. There's still a whisker. Um, I think it's in the silver drawer. We keep moving. It. I know. Never stick with it. My butter's melting. I'm gonna make my chicken stock. I have a cheater chicken stock. Good old bouillon. Bouillon. Open. I should have washed my hands before doing that. It's getting cooked. I was just outside playing with Percy, like touching <laughs> things. The ball that was in his dirty mouth. <laughs> Maybe it'll have some flavor. She dropped something, which does happen. <laughs> Under the stove. Um, it literally just tells us to mix the chicken stock. So I'm gonna just kind of. Go oh, that's a lot of butter. Go for that's, a gravy that's here, like a cup and a half or two cups of chicken stock. She wore the microwave. <coughs> I think it went under the stove. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's keeping it occupied. That's okay. Yay, chicken! It's a lot of, like, chicken. It is a lot of chicken. I'm surprised you haven't eaten any skinny yet. Yep, i no chicken for Percy. Chicken makes you sick. Chicken makes you sick. So weird. Well, that's just a theory. Well, he has some butter since he stopped. It's true. Time. It's true. Well, that's like the common ingredient like most. Most dog food. Yeah, that's why you get like special prescription dog food. Cha-ching! Butter is still melting. I love your like creamer. Container. Yeah. Yeah, a friend gave me like, that whole set of just really nice dishes, and it's something that you, I like do for holidays and stuff I don't cook for holidays or have people over here. Rarely for cook to start with. I rarely cook to start with, but sometimes I'll just like get in the mood to do it. Um, I made that steak the other day. Felt very proud. It was a little overdone. Your crowning achievement for a while. It was. It was a little overdone. 
I don't, I'd rather the underdog, but this is true. I prefer over you. The steak. They have a juice. So, butter's still melting. And we got a half a cup of butter. Once it's melted, we're going to have a flour. I have my chicken stock prepared. That just enough. It's how, I'm pretty sure we're supposed to be making a gravy from this roux. And we're going to whisk the eggs and milk together in the meantime. So we got four large eggs. Shell to see if it works. You kind of use a full shell to scoop it. Oh, interesting. That just seems counterintuitive. I feel like more chunks are going to end up in there then. More shell pieces. Nope. Work for you. Theory success. Okay. Three. I don't like the red part. That would be the blood. Yes. I don't like that. So we got four eggs and two cups of milk. You might have your cup measure. Oh, God. Percy has. Which one are you looking for? The full cup? It's that one. The label rubbed off, but that's enough. Two cups of milk. Mm, okay, I think that's a good amount of chicken. Oh my god. And we're gonna whisk. This is a lot of milk and eggs. This thing, I'm pretty sure, is like somewhere between like a bread and a quiche. Throw a bread right there. Right there. Okay. Kind of a bread, kind of a quiche. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Swish. I'm using whole milk. Wow. Richness. At least, yeah, it's got whole milk, it's got butter. I mean, it might not have a lot of flavor, but it's you know, probably rich. This mixture, we're gonna add a pinch of salt and a pinch of pepper. Barely enough to make. I was gonna say I'm running out of the pepper. The pepper's almost gone. So next time. Well, you have more than a pinch available, so we're good. Dripping things. Alright, full we'll set aside our egg milk mixture. Our roux? Is that our roux? No, the roux is the butter flour. Oh, okay. That's right. Mm-hmm. 
nice and melted. And to that, we are going to add our flour. Yay! <laughs> Half cup measuring, please. Or a quarter, I can just try to Another, just twice. It seems very, uh, I mean, obviously they are cheap measuring cups, but it seems really dumb that the labels wear off that easily. <laughs> Alright, so the butter just kind of like melts into the flour and you kind of end up with a pasty looking thing for this room. Yum. But we do want it to brown a bit, so it starts kind of yellowish. And then I guess the part where it's really handy to have for my system. Because oh. we're going to slowly drizzle in this okay. in a minute. Okay. Can you? I'll make a gravy. Well, damn. I do like gravy. I told you. I think we're going to like it. It's going to be really good. Then it'll ruin our thing for the book. It can be good and Or maybe pointy. it's just like, this is how, like, we could have, uh, like, we discussed so many ways to make it better. <laughs> maybe because it's us. Alright, so we got it nice and well incorporated. We got this nice pasty consistency. So you're going to drizzle in our chicken stock here. Okay. And we're basically literally just making a gravy. Okay. How many, like, how much and when it stop? Alright, you can probably keep going. About half of it is. Okay. Alright, stop this. I will whisk away. When you add, it's gonna like oh, hydrolyze. Yeah. yeah. Alright, so add like, again. So like all the flour <laughs> soaks it up at first, so it's gonna get thicker first, which is why we keep whisking. Alright, more. Whole thing. Whole thing. Nice and slow, but the whole thing. Okay. You can go fast, but then you splash. I won't like that. <laughs> Alright, another whole thing. Let's flavor at the bottom. Right. Booty on. Whisk and whisk and whisk until it's gravy. Like what? Well, it doesn't sound like this recipe you found has a lot of uh, no. helpful tidbits. This is it. This is it. Like, cool. <laughs> you fit on the whole thing. Like, you don't have to scroll at all. There's no stupid ads or. That's like the most annoying thing but with online recipes. It's like, like this alone, I feel like. Gravy. Well, it's butter. <laughs> Take a lick. It's too hot. No, it's not. It's steaming. <laughs> No, it tastes like chicken butter. It tastes like chicken pudding. This is what I thought chicken pudding it was. Like chicken Mm -mm. No. Leave it. I know. Like it has string. I know. 
So we're going to leave it. It's not Percy Street. It's not Percy Street. <laughs> now, that's also kind of, this is like the visual I had in my head. It's like, what you just <laughs> When you first said it, this is what popped in my head. Yeah, chicken like, and a goo. And a goo. Exactly. So what I'm I don't glad know. that's not what it is. What is very <laughs> non-direct here is it doesn't tell me if, like, that's, like, is for, like, on top or if it gets mixed in. It does not say. Well, if it has the... So we have oh, our... Yeah, it's got the eggs. We have stuff. our gravy. And then we have our bowl of... In a separate bowl, eggs, milk, or mixture into pan. We're not doing that yet. Pinch of salt and pepper, whisk. So I think we do. I'm assuming it I all goes together. together. I think that's what they meant by pan. I think, I think it goes together. Because that's not like a sauce or like, you know. Like it can be though. Like I made it thinner because I assumed it was going together. What? Um, spatula. Right in front of your face. No. Spatula, not flippy spatula. Oh, that thing? Yeah. Scrapey spatula. Scrapey. Alright, so we're adding <laughs> the very thick gravy roux here. <laughs> it's like the worst color. <laughs> it's like booger color. And then I think this is supposed to be this up as well. Oh god, it looks disgusting. It looks awful. But you love all of these. I do, I do, I do. I love it all. It just looks disgusting. So it should basically be a smooth thing with chicken chunks. chicken. Well, sure. It's, it's kind of like a chicken cake. Chicken, pop it in the oven. Oh, okay. So we should, we should use your cast iron pan. 
We could. That might be a better option. Let's do that. Look at the cast iron pan. Alright. It's in there. It's I think it still has um a little bit of your like crumble. Remember the crumble you made? Oh yeah. Because <laughs> I tried to clean it, but you're not supposed to really clean it. We'll wipe it. So it might have a little bit of like whatever it was, was it blueberry or what it was some kind of fruit. Yeah. And then we'll add a little oil to the bottom and pop it in the oven. Because it should be warm. Heated, we're gonna dump all of this into the cast iron or as much as can fit. This looks like a lot. I know, I was gonna say, I don't know if it's gonna fit. Like a, like a tiny Dutch pan or something. Ooh, Shall we could I? do like some in both and see which one turns out better. There we go. And then it's gonna cook for about 45 minutes until it's golden, golden brown! brown. <laughs> golden brown goo! And then we'll come back and we'll taste it for you. So we'll see you back uh, in a split second for you, 45 minutes for that. Goo be gone. <laughs> Alright. Come on. Gotta check out the chicken plants. Ready. Alright. Are we... We're gonna eat it right out of the thing. Because that's what we do. We'll have to cool first. But I feel like we need to like take like a slice and sort of like the go down. I was gonna do the whole Okay, okay. I'm like a quiche. Alright, so we have no idea what we're getting into here. I don't know, we don't know what it looks like. I smell it, it so smells the proper good. amount of time has passed. <laughs> I feel like it's like not gonna stay together. Oh, that's definitely like a Okay. Careful, oh be careful, be careful, be careful, be careful. Oh god. Do you want to think about it? It should be okay. I think. Yeah. Okay, so it Ooh, looks jiggles. It's a little it is at the forty five minutes it's just starting to get golden brown. It has I wouldn't call it a crust. The texture of like a It has a layer. <laughs> Do you know the, like a, not a creme brulee, um, a custard, a cooked custard, it has that okay. kind of consistency. Like a shell. Yeah, like it definitely has a cooked, which I mean, it kind of is a custard, there's a bunch of milk and eggs in there. So that's interesting. Oh, God. <laughs> I know, Percy. Percy's like, what is it? What the heck? It's very high. It's very high. So, I'm, I cast iron. iron. <laughs> the shine on there. It's got a nice sheen to it. Like it's a little jiggly. Just like a custard. And I am just telling myself over and over, like, 
There's nothing there that could taste bad. Chicken quiche. I think that's just to be a texture thing, potentially. Otherwise, we're looking at like savory custard. <laughs> oh, buddy, oh, buddy, oh, buddy, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Okay, what well, the hell? I want to serve it. I don't know. I don't know. It probably needs a bowl. I feel like it's not it gonna does stay in a bowl. We were not this scared to read this book. Mm-mm. Okay, I'm appropriate. That thing's hot. That my thing's hot, so don't touch it. <laughs> Timber! Utensils down. Cheesecake, but it's chicken. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. It does smell like chicken. Oh, it does smell like chicken. It's gonna burn me. I need to wait. Like, like... If it is custard, it didn't say it needs to scent, but does it? Well, maybe. It's not really like. I mean, the only thing that needs to cook in there is the eggs. Maybe the chicken needed to be smoked. Because I feel like the chicken is just like kind of separate from like. You That's know what, what I mean? you wanted. Oh, hey. Well, I didn't know. Like, you can get my. Like, puree the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Percy likes it. Percy thinks it smells good. Really bland scrambled eggs with chicken. Moderately cooked scrambled eggs. Right. Because there's so much dairy in it. Undercooked eggs with chicken. (laughs) I think this was appropriately disappointing. Charlotte's eating this like she's a five-year-old trying peas for the first time. (laughs) Percy's very concerned for us. I think cooking a little longer. And adding spices. I mean, you could put it back in. Like, imagine this was like garlic and drizzled with Mm. hot sauce. Yeah. Then I would eat it. So we have a quiche cheesecake consistency. 
It looks worse than it tastes, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe decrease the milk. Yeah, I think it needs to cook longer. Like the egg part was cooked longer. And I threw some sriracha on it. I'd probably eat it. Sriracha. I'd probably eat it. You could probably eat anything with sriracha on it. Mm hmm. That's actually true. But it is kind of like a not so great quiche. Yeah. I've tasted worse things. Mm hmm. Appropriately disappointing. Mm-hmm. I know Ruth would cook for Carl and Carl would be like, yay! Carl's <laughs> just so excited about it. I needed less milk. I don't know why they put so much milk in. It has just enough flavor to have flavor. Yeah. The flavor is definitely chicken. <laughs> you don't look at it, it's better. Dave, you're gonna leave and you're gonna leave me with this part of the night. This will not be one of the ones that you're finishing. Uh, maybe we should put it back in. Pop it back in the oven. I feel like if it was done here, and like I said, if I threw sriracha on it, I might. I might eat it. Done Shout first. We're gonna cook it more for future. Throw some garlic on it. Then, like, then it wouldn't just be like scrambled eggs with chicken. I can work with that. Yeah. All right. Any last thoughts before we tell them our next book? Um. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Don't do it. <laughs> so next uh Next episode, we are reading Neverwhere by Neil Gaiman. Woo-woo! Um, and we both got the author's preferred text, because I guess there's a few different editions. Yeah, there are. Um, but a few different editions. So, looking forward to it. Oh, we forgot to use the flying choices. Oh, um, yes! Oh, yes! Um, we usually make these based purely off of the, the bottles and, and the labels. Yeah. So. Percy. <laughs> Percy, Percy really, 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 wants really wants them. Them. I mean, it is like eggs and chicken, which like dogs probably should have. Um, probably way too much butter in there for you. Probably. Um, so this time around, we did get so we got a red wine and we got a rosé. Um, I thought kind of like in my head for some reason going down the wine aisle, I thought there was going to be more labels with like lace and like uh -huh. frilly kind of things, but um, there weren't. But I think the winner is definitely by far. The, the rosé bottle, the, the red Zinfandel bottle, just has a little bit of 
uh, lace, a little bit of raised lace pattern on the on the label. Whereas the rosé bottle, which is so beautiful, you're gonna take it home. Yeah. Um, has flowers like no engraved in the glass, um, which the garden was so vividly described in in this book. So it definitely jumped out at us as far as that. And pink, kind of a girly color. What exactly do you want, dog? Miss Ainsley was kind of super girly. Good for her. No, that the rosé we went first. We're working on the red one. Okay. Yeah. Or some cheese. Like once this is like scrambled eggs and chicken, it's like put some cheese on it. You don't have cheese. Oh, Storm the cheese. Put some cheese on it. Garlic. Garlic sriracha. It'd probably be pretty good. <laughs> I really, I thought it might be a more bready consistency. It's not. No. Like no. I was kind of expecting like chicken cake. Yeah, the ancestors need more done. I think it's gonna be okay. I might eat it actually. I cook another like 15, 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like more the consistency. Anyway, so yeah, thanks for listening. Keep up with us. Uh, hope you're reading the books along with us. Be more fun for you, but certainly. Um, with that, um, we are. <laughs> the, the book, book bunch, bunch and, and we, we did brunch. brunch.